Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! 192 megabytes is returned to Zork. What? That's <laughs> way too big. Zork? He's returned? <laughs> Something about that is like the audio has to be clipped at the beginning and the end. So it's like, what? And it's got to like stop hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we're so used to audio. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And it continues on. Kind of like seconds. fades in and out. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Now, what do you mean? <laughs> They can only fit it into like 32 kilobytes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited to play this game. Are you though? Uh, not really. And welcome to the Retrograde the Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am my keyboard isn't needed because this is a point and click game. <laughs> Aaron Oh my goodness, that is Mikey Aaronworth, and we are back again for the retrograde for another week. Oh, it's so exciting, Mikey. It is so exciting. Obviously, uh, I mean, you could use your keyboard for some mm -hmm, shortcuts. Mm -hmm. We're playing the game Return to Zork today, yeah. uh, and for those of you who are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Hey. Secondly, we're doing this right off the right off the yeah, yeah. You, no time to waste. No, I don't want to waste any time. We got to return to Zork. We have to return. They're waiting for us. The clock has started. We're late for a very important date. <laughs> um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, first of all, Thanks for listening. Yeah. Secondly, typically what we like to do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids, mm -hmm. uh, often something that had some sort of impact on us. We take, uh, we rate the game out of four bits, take yeah. a little break, play the game, play some of that audio, then come back and rate the game as it stands up in the modern day against but Mikey, the modern games. But Mikey, that's not true this time. Andrew, I never want to lie to our listeners. I, we're, we're, you know what? I was going to make a joke, but the only thing I can truly say to us in the D-pads yeah. is we are brutally honest. We are brutally, we are brutally honest. honest. We are brutally honest, and that's what people come here for. Mm -hmm. So we have to be honest with you. We don't have any experience playing this game. No, we don't. Uh, so we actually, later in the episode, have brought on uh, Lauren Yakashuk. Oh, did I get that right? <laughs> I got to look that up now. I think you nailed it. I think I nailed it. Uh, and if not, you'll find out after the break. <laughs> when you when you correctly <laughs> pronounce her name in front of her. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. I did a really good job at that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and she is actually the person who recommended this game. Mm -hmm. We'll have all of her Twitter information on there as well. Very fun interview. Yeah. We wanted to lend a little bit of personality uh, and and uh, and and subjectivity to the the experience because you and I haven't played the game. Yeah. And I think she does a great job doing that. Well, the, the number one thing we get all the time is when we do this podcast, people search out the games that they loved as kids and they find this podcast. So if right. you didn't regularly listen, every episode we get a bunch of new people following just because they're like, oh, I like that game. And then when you and I haven't played it and we're like, ah, I think it's like this. Yeah, and then it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we kind of wanted to stop that with something like Return to Zorg. Yeah. So yeah, Lauren's a great uh, field guide for us. So if you have any other recommendations, hit us up yeah. at Retrograde Pod, at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy yeah, yeah. on Twitter uh, and let us know your, uh, your, your requests and who knows, maybe you'll... Uh, End up with a guest spot on the oh podcast? Is that even thing? Uh, that, what a hot spot. What a hot spot. But uh, you know what? As we normally do, mm. that's the game we're eventually going to be talking about. Let's take a swift left turn and talk about bullshit for a little <laughs> while. Uh, Andrew, what have you been... Andrew, what have you been doing? Right, right, what is it, right. What is going on in your life mm. right now? That's a great question. Loaded question. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It <laughs> took me a long time to think of that question, actually. Yeah, well, you know what? It showed it and it's good. It's yeah. crisp. It's nice. Enough of this bullshitting, Mikey. Um, okay, so I think I think off the top, we got to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. um, it dominates my life. Do you call it the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like no. Disney Plus wants you to? <laughs> the General's Attorney. The, yeah. No, no. Um, yeah, no, it, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I remember when Kevin Feige came out with the, the presentation going like, we're coming to Disney Plus and here are the shows. And I remember laughing at the Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier and WandaVision. I'm like, so they couldn't come up with anything bad. They just combined names? Just like... <laughs> These are two characters in a TV show. I'll say WandaVision is a good name. 
Because it's so? like it's like like uh like WandaVision sounds like the type of technology in TV, like Technicolor. Oh, I like, see. oh it's it, WandaVision. Because it carries out through the theme of the right, show. Right, yeah, okay, right, okay. Right. Like Technicolor. And I think in terms of sheer creativity, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just uh, mm. Chef's Kiss. Uh, I mean it's it's brilliant. Yeah, and thank you for not thank you for doing an and, not an ampersand, not a plus symbol. Yes. And yes, strong. Not, well, Disney they own the plus symbol. They now. do. Yeah, yeah they yes, trademarked so it. they couldn't. <laughs> no um, one else could use plus anymore no of course not yeah. <laughs> so you can do disney minus if you wanted disney asterisk <laughs> sorry say that again asterisk okay you did but i think you said asterisk oh i think i said a lot of ask <laughs> disney asterisk <laughs> disney kissed her ass what what was this was it there's again? enough words that if i think i say it just fast enough we can blow past it and i'll never have to say it out asterisk loud. is one of those words yeah and i feel like we don't I, I feel like there isn't a traditional spelling for that word because it just is so many different That's a good things. question, actually. No, probably not. That's like, I can't say compartmentalization. I see I had to slow down for that. Compartmentalization. Thank you. Oh, what are you, bragging? Enough of this. Yeah, I am bragging. Okay, so uh, let's let's brag about how much time we've four. spent watching episode four of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. I got most of the important uh, words <laughs> you did? in that yeah, one. Yeah, I got a lot yeah. of ands and thes, uh, which is half of what that title is. So, uh, okay, so episode four, Mikey, what did you think of the Falcon and Winter Soldier episode four? You know what? I'm just absolutely loving this show. I I really am. I I it's enough of a return to form of like a traditional Marvel movie without it feeling stale. Yeah. I mean the the intro. I love uh Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell's Kurt I, Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's son. <laughs> I love his character. Yeah. I love I love the uh the the humanity that they're giving to him because mm-hmm. I I honestly feel it's very rare to have a character on TV or in a movie that is understandable and evil and will kind of split people's opinions of like, I don't think he's a bad person. And I know that when he first came out, everyone was like, fuck this guy. He's not Captain America. And I'm like, he's doing everything he can. He's trying to do the right thing. Right. Uh, And he's just, and now they have him up. By the way, we're going to get into spoilers. So if you you haven't seen episode four of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, 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 listen and ruin it for you. So I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you care. want. I'm not it's your mom. It's your life. It's not yeah. mine. <laughs> Do whatever you want. But him struggling with the idea of whether or not to become a super soldier yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. There, this was my favorite episode of the show so far. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, and I think it's because much like Marvel's Marvel's problem with villains is that you know they're just so often one note and then they're forgettable and they die and they go away and yeah. you never have to think about them ever again. And this is now they've painted kind of two villains and I'll put those in quotes that have very understandable uh, missions and backstories. You have John three, three villains essentially because you have well, Zemo, Zemo. Zemo I didn't even think well. about Zemo. Yeah, because I was gonna say John Walker, why you know a U.S. agent or Captain yep. America has a very understandable thing of like feeling less than even though his whole life he's succeeded they talk about this all the time in sports where it's like this person has been the best in every league they've ever played in and then they get to the majors and all of a sudden they fail for the first time Mm -hmm. and you got to see how they react based on that and that's john that's john walker he's he's been the the best of the best for his whole life i did like the uh the three medal of honors he goes yeah they're just reminders of the worst day of my life yeah and i'm like whoo that's pretty good and also the like the whole comparisons to them spending time in afghanistan and what we know about that you know, war and what we've done to horrible things to our soldiers and other people. Yeah, but is think that, of the oil, Andrew. But, but oh my the God, oil. money, my man. We got it. We got it, baby. <laughs> oh boy, do we. Uh, and completely, we've stabilized the government. Everything's fine over there Everything now. is totally um, good. Is that the insinuation is that they've done awful things and then later in the end of the episode, you have a guy surrendering and he kills him. Yes. And you're like, hmm, hmm, yeah. interesting. Uh, I thought that was really good. And then the Carly Morgenthaler, 
first of all, she's great. I yeah. want to see her in more stuff. And the second thing is that whole argument of like, I'm the villain. Like, and it was like, oh, the whole refugee analogy. And like, all we want to do is fit in. You're, I'm not a villain. And you're like, oh, this is like up there with Thanos with an argument that I'm like, Hmm. I don't know if you are a villain, actually. It's it's amazing that even even the conversation with Carly and her, I guess like right hand or whatever. Yeah. He's she's talking to one of her super soldiers in the uh, the cemetery. Yes, and he says, you know, they had the luxury, they being, you know, essentially like when when it was against the Nazis mm-hmm. uh, of of a clear sense of right and wrong. Yeah, and him saying that because uh, because a lot of of the flag smashers are questioning Carly's tactics and killing innocent people. And Mm -hmm. he's saying basically like, they don't have the luxury of being clean about this anymore. There has to be a little bit of damage to get people's attention, everything. And it really starts to, to bring into perspective the fact that these villains that Disney and Marvel continue to write are understandable people. And that's that, We've been saying this a long time. That is what the franchise and 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 the comic book industry is going to live or die on. Yeah, is whether they can have compelling villains. And in this show, you know, like you said, there are three villains. Mm-hmm. There isn't a one bad person. And I think that's too stale of a thing now. Like Zemo just being the guy who just escapes and kills people. I love. It. I'm loving it. I, I love, love it. Zemo is. Turns out my favorite character <laughs> in like so... anything I've ever seen. Also having a really good actor play him yeah. and like be charming and stuff like that. Like he says stuff every once in a while that I'm like, that is so funny. And, like and when, when he escaped and and Falcon says, did he just pull an El Chapo on us? <laughs> yeah, I was no. like, great. That's amazing. <laughs> but he's he's got this sly way of like, he shoots someone or like kills someone and kind of ruins the mission. And then, and then uh, he just looks at them like, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. I think I said this last week where it's like the, uh, the scorpion... Uh, and the, the frog, frog on the yeah. scorpion. Yeah. He he he. Uh, the scorpion stings the frog, and he's just like, "Why'd you do that?" And now we're both going to drown. He's like, "Well, I'm a scorpion. Yeah. I'm I can't it. change my like. Yeah, 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 spots, yeah. You know, yeah. I there is so much. Like, I guess we'll have to kind of fly through this one. But there's so much about this episode that I really love. First of all, Falcon's uh, fight scene. Now that they're using his suit as yes. like a fight, I thought was so cool about him using the wing to knock someone down, burning him with the torch. There were so many little things about it that. It makes really sense good. that he's able to compete with super soldiers because yes. at least he has some some something there I, I i like i also like the fact that it's like once you have that super serum it doesn't necessarily mean you're the best fighter because yeah you have someone like uh uh i keep forgetting his name the american soldier what, john walker yeah john walker who is already a trained fighter yes. now now that he has the serum he's going to be fucking dominant like yeah. he was already competing without it and yeah. now it's it's kind of showing like the hierarchy of skills like carly now will not be able to hold a candle to him probably because not he's he's that much better and like and what you know Battlestar's inevitable death like the most yeah. painted by numbers death in the yeah. world but yeah yeah is that like <laughs> they he even gave him like an arc right like the scene before like <laughs> yeah his okay, is him saying like yeah like would you take the super uh the soldier serum and then daniel brule like there zemo asks uh the falcon that question and like yeah it's really because they painted that and it's we're never going to get another moment like Erskine giving uh, Steve Rogers the syrup. Yeah. The syrup. The syrup. syrup. <laughs> the syrup. Like in a spoon, like, ooh, here yeah. we go. He goes, uh-huh. he goes in the hole, like that 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 uh, <laughs> container that he's in, yeah. and the whole thing finishes, and he just comes out, he's a little sticky. He's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I said syrup. Okay, get back in there. We're going to do it again. Or the idea that he's in the tube, and he's like, drink it. Drink it all. He's like, I don't want to. He's like, drink it. It's like, um, so... Is it gives him the serum is like it, it, when Erskine gave Steve Rogers it, it was he that wasn't his superpower. His superpower was who, the person that Steve yes. Rogers was. Yes. He just enhanced his ability. Exactly. And same with Falcon is like, oh, I don't need it. It would just, you're like, that's not my superpower. His superpower is when he speaks to Carly 
and he can, that is his superpower. Sure. Yeah. You know? And so, and it just shows you the worst sides. It's like the, uh, the uh, analogy with power. Like it just shows you the worst sides of what you have. Right. Um, and now we're going to see that from John Walker because it was the same thing of like, that's why Falcon should hold the shield. That's why he's Captain America because he's a good man and he understands people. Yeah. Just because you hold the, the shield doesn't mean you're Captain America. And For so, sure. and I loved, and the last thing I want to say is uh, the Wakandan showing up and just absolutely whooping ass. I was just like, and John Walker's, uh, possibly loaded frustration with a bunch of black women beating the hell out of him. He's like, they don't even have the serum. He was, man, he, his acting did look, this fucker can act. Yeah. He's really good. He did a lot of, he carried a lot of weight in that scene. Yep. And you can feel his frustration of like, like, yeah, the, the, the (laughs) traditionally speaking, the icon of what America is like a, a tall white blonde hair, like, like, and, and then, and then getting beaten up by like, skinny like in, in almost like like battle garb but almost yeah. like flow like with spears almost like what what you would what they would call like the the barbarians that yeah. they cult cultivate or yeah culture. he feels yeah. like it's outdated technology yes. he's like what the fuck was that because and it's the same thing he's been the best of the best of whatever uh-huh. he's done he's literally the most elite soldier the only other theory i want to say too is uh zemo shooting carly in the stomach zemo was also the elitist soldier that they had in sokovia yeah and he missed 30 feet away uh, power broker? I don't know. Just saying. That, yeah, you 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 rec- or or, or kind of gave a uh, uh, a theory that yeah. that Zemo is the power broker, and then it's basically right after that scene that the power broker texts Carly. Yeah. So I I think that there's something there. Yeah. And there's also the like going going through if you check the thumbnails of each of the episodes, the episode titled Power Broker is a picture of Zemo sitting in the jail cell. Oh. So it's like okay, we'll see, we'll see. And I love I love the whole world is watching. It was a great episode title, and it came up a lot in. Uh, uh, in the trial of Chicago seven. I just think it's like a powerful expression. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, just a great episode. I can't wait for episode five. That was so much fun. Uh, apart from uh, TV shows mm. like the Falcon and the winter soldier, are you playing any of the video games? I am playing days? a couple of the video games. Uh, the, the game I want to talk about this week is I redownloaded the civilization six. Oh, why? I, <laughs> I say that I know a lot of people fucking love it, but it yeah. feels like you hate it and you I still did. go back and play it. I was, I, well, I was kind of looking at some of the old steam games. I wanted to like play because I was thinking about like maybe this podcast and stuff sure. and i was like oh civilization six and i kind of i started it up again i played a game through yeah. the whole game and i won oh shit and so i now so now that i what know what was your victory type science okay i landed cool I, andrew <laughs> fucking nerd uh cleopatra uh landed someone on mars <laughs> <laughs> we we've set up a community on mars uh so just heads up uh pretty cool and that's how i won um but so what the interesting part is, I think a large a large part of the reason why I didn't fully enjoy the game last time was I didn't fully understand all the breadth of the game. Sure. And now that I see it, it is simultaneously so much clearer and interesting, but at the same time has lost a lot of its like allure and mystique. Right. Because I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. It becomes like not not to use it like this is not in relation to the way you won, but very scientific, very formulaic. Yes. And uh, you're like, oh, once you see the gears moving, you're like, oh, I kind of liked it when it was so big that it was like overwhelming. Yes. And now that I see it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of okay. Well, maybe I'll play again. It's almost like when you play like a really long game of Monopoly. It's not like, you know what we should play tomorrow? Monopoly. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, You're like, yeah, in yeah. six months when you almost forget what Monopoly is, you're like, oh, I'd love to play Monopoly. For sure, You know, for it's sure. kind of that kind of thing. You get a little close to it. Yeah, I, I saw someone tweeted the other day, which I found really funny. It was, what's the worst game ever made and why is it Civilization? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, 
it's it's inarguably one of the best games ever made yeah. and simultaneously one of the worst games you'll ever play. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah. like I want to try other I I want there's four ways of, of winning in, in Civilization 6. There's culture, which seems to be very difficult. Is um, is the fifth way turning off your computer? <laughs> <laughs> I've won this game. <laughs> I've been freed from the Sid Meier's grasp. Well, that's that's like I I love the uh the uh they always say this about Dark Souls is like if you stop the second you stop playing Dark Souls cuz the the whole theme is like you die and you're reborn, you yes, die reborn. Yes. And what that does is drives everyone insane and they go what's called hollow. They they just have no mindset. They've died and, and were reborn so many times that they've lost all sense of humanity. Like hollow Knight? Hollow Knight was a great fucking game. Okay, I'm just saying, just saying. I know. Um, but basically they say when you turn off that game for the last time, your character has essentially gone hollow. Like, because it's like, it's a very meta thing, but you're like, you've died and gone back so many times and replayed the cycle so many times that you're now one of them. It's right. a really cool, really cool wow, concept. Wow, that's yeah. really interesting. I wonder if there's more video game comparisons like that. Like when, you know, when I have a, I have a daughter, I will be truly the big daddy. The, you know? <laughs> well, I, th I know with, with Tetris, when you turn it on, you truly are a four blocked <laughs> structure. It's very what, meta. Can I, I, I do want to say, and like, I do want to hear this from the D-pads. What's your favorite shape in Tetris? Oh, I think that says a lot about Which one you. is yours? Which one is yours? Maybe the L. Really? I don't know, because I think that that sh that is a true sign of skill. You need The L shows up, and you're like, oh, I know what to do I know this. what to do. I know what to do this. If it's a straight line, what are you saying? It's Who my favorite you? one. Uh, you are very straight line-esque. I am very straight line-esque, <laughs> except for my spine, which is very curved. <laughs> But the no, I like the straight line because if if you've done your work, mm -hmm. you eat your veggies, <laughs> you, take your vitamins, say you your take, prayers, take your vitamins, <laughs> say your prayers, kiss mom and dad goodnight. Yep. Um, French mom and dad goodnight. Oh, I don't no. know which one. But you you do all the work, yep. then you get a straight line, and that's your payoff. That's yeah. it's your payoff for everything that's come. It's it's you cashing that traveler's check. Baby. <laughs> the traveler's <laughs> check, a certified check. Yeah. I went to the bank, make sure I had the money. <laughs> Uh, in the, the the worst one is the like the S or whatever that one is. Oh, or the, the the Z. Z, yeah, yeah, the Zemo, I call it. The Zemo, yeah, yeah. the Baron Zemo. No, I I hate the block. Really so boring. Get out of my game. As the guy that likes a straight line, this is like one of those things where it's like, oh, I hate all brunettes. Like, <laughs> what? You have black hair. Like, you know, you think. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, there you go. So there's a the Tetris thing, Mikey. What game have you been playing? So I'm uh, I'm I'm finishing up Night in the Woods. I'm just about oh. done. Oh, and uh, and I, I'm sorry. I took a I took a break. I wanted to finish it actually before we recorded because I'm close. Uh, I still really love it. I just haven't so had close. a ton of time to play. And when I finish it, Days Gone is going to be my next game. Oh. I actually so far have already played about an hour or so. Okay. Um, but it's very a very slow start. And here's the thing. This, this is, I, I totally forgot about this until right now. Mm -hmm. There's a moment in the beginning. Of the game, I'm going to walk you through what the characters oh, go please through. Because it's, it's very story heavy in, okay. in, the, in the early goings. Your first scene, your... Uh, you have your presumed wife or girlfriend, whatever, okay. on your shoulder. She's bleeding, right? Oh. It's a zombie game. There's a helicopter that's leaving, uh, and you try to put the wife on the helicopter and get on. And the the scientist is like, "No, you can't. We're we're full. You can't do this." You pull a put a gun to the guy's head, and you're like, "I don't care. You're you're taking her." Right. And he looks and he says, "Okay, we've got room for two people." Uh, and then your friend comes in, and he's been sliced in the leg or something. Oh. And he can't make it. So. The, the theory is there's three of you, two of you can get on the helicopter, right? What you do as your character, you you look at your friend and you're like, my friend would not be able to make it back to the base camp oh. um, without my help. Right. So you go to your wife and you say, you get on and we'll meet you at the base camp. 
why didn't he put his wife and his, his friend friends. on the helicopter? What the hell? Is this it like a riddle? No is this like a Sphinxian riddle? Yeah. How do you get the, like, the three animals, like, the bear will eat <laughs> yeah, the lion? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching this. I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Now you have a gimp that you have to, like, get from point A to point B. You're looking at me like, I don't know if that's the right. Can you say that word? Say, well, I thought you were talking about Pulp Fiction. I was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's, well, le- then, he's leather bound. Yeah, exactly. You have a My choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> well, that makes no fucking sense. Why did he do that? I, I got to play this game. If you know why, <laughs> get out of it. That retrograde might get Because uh, story advancement. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. I need emotional sacrifice. Right. So that I have thing like much like when Battlestar died. Yes. He lost his conscience. Yes. And so now he's free of conscience and he's going to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, just like losing your friend with the leg. He's going <laughs> to eventually die to a zombie probably. Yeah, probably. And, uh, and you're at net zero now. You're just get get back to this base yeah, game. Yeah. I'm the, a single man. The, the <laughs> right. one thing I Yeah. I get to fuck all the zombies I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, uh, the, the, that was the main objective of the game. I didn't even know. <laughs> Just run a train on a bunch of zombies through well, America. What, you, what they don't say is that your wife's name is day. And now the day's gone. When day's gone, the zombies will play. You know oh what I mean? my yeah. God. I understand this game now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all I've ever known. It's fucking zombies. Um, the, uh, the, the one thing I'll say about this game is when it first came out, it was kind of received to mediocre reviews, like 75% around, okay. in and around there. Uh, but apparently it's it's been patched so many times and now on the PlayStation 5 it's running 60 frames a second 4K. It's oh, wow. gorgeous. It's uh-huh. basically like a next gen game, which is awesome. Like they're they've they're doing that with a lot of games on both the Xbox and PlayStation where they revamp it so you're yeah. essentially playing an older game with like these God of War was the same yes, way. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to oh, see that. Awesome. Everyone on Twitter was raving about it. It's free on PlayStation Plus right now. So uh, give it a shot. Play along oh, with me okay. if you want. Well, you, ha- you have to, yeah, you have to check in next week and tell us what you're thinking about it. I will. If it's good, I'll, I'll Andrew, I will. Okay, relax, relax, relax. I will, because I'll pick it up as well. Okay. Only if you like it. Okay, fair. Okay. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you I don't <laughs> so you don't have fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I think uh, there's one thing left to do. This is a little bit non-traditional for oh, us. No. But what we, uh, because we usually shift right now into talking about the game itself, uh, we actually pre-recorded an interview mm. with Lauren Yakashok. I looked it up and, and I was right about that. Congratulations. Uh, it was a fantastic interview. We're going to play that next and then we're going to get straight into the gameplay from there. Uh, she has a ton of experience with this weird and wacky game called Return to Zork. Uh, there's a ton of weird uh, information that we found <laughs> out just by doing some research and in the interview. So we're excited about that. Before we get to the interview, just want to give a quick shout out mm. to our partners over at ANC Games, yeah. who are the ones who lend us uh, the games to play. This one we actually got on Steam because it's available there. So if yeah. you want to play along with us, go for it. Uh, but typically they lend us the games that we play uh, week in, week out. So we don't have to uh, ROM or emulate the games. Right. Uh, ANC located at a location in Toronto huh. that you may be familiar with. Where's that? No, don't, don't, don't. Oh, baby boy. <laughs> don't stop. It's located at... Oh boy! Four fifty-two Spadina Avenue. No, stop it! This is like the one thing we could do well, and we're like, you know what? I'm gonna find a way to fuck this up. Okay, four fifty-two Spadina Avenue. All right, there we go. All right, so we will see you guys on the other side of the interview, and then on the other side of that, we got the gameplay, and then we'll come back and rate and review the game as it stands up in the modern day. Oh, this is gonna be something. All right, bye guys. Bye bye. And welcome back to the other side. Uh, We don't usually take a break there, but we're excited Mm -hmm. to this time. Uh, We're here to talk about the game Return to Zork. Uh, And since we have never been to Zork uh, in the first place, we thought we would bring in a very special friend, Lauren Yakachuk, who has actually recommended that we take a look at this game. Uh, We don't have any experience with it, but you do. And when we looked up pictures of it, 
this is, I think, the quickest we've reacted to knowing that we needed to do a game because yeah, your your taste in games is, quite frankly, absurd, and we need to talk about it. Um, Lauren, before we get into the game, do you want to just say a little bit about yourself, who you are, why you are, how you are, and yeah. who, what, and what you are? Oh my yeah. goodness. Um, okay, well, I'm Lauren. I mean, I've loved video games forever since I was a little kid growing up. Um, I started listening to this podcast I was especially listening to your episodes about older games. Um, yeah. I think I was listening to your Monkey Island episode. And then I kind of just, oh. just thinking like, oh yeah, that game Return to Zork. I used to love this game when I was a kid. And yeah. I was kind of like looking through, I'm like, I wonder if they've reviewed it. And then you hadn't reviewed it. So I was like, basically went on Twitter and just said, you know, have you guys ever heard of this game Return to Zork? It came out around the time of Mist, I guess. And yeah, it came out uh, a year after Mist. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I saw you had a Mist episode, but not a Return to Zork episode. Yep. Well, we missed our opportunity to get <laughs> oh, there. Boy. I mean, <laughs> oh boy. I'm glad you brought up Mist, though, because it feels like Monkey Island and Mist had a baby. And it was this this True. horrible, horrible return to Zork version of early technology, you know, figuring itself out. We're like, Mist is like high end. Uh, uh, new technology where you're like, wow, I can't believe it looks that good for that back then. This is the, this is the step down version where you're like, hello, I'm an actor and I'm acting. You're like, oh, cool. All right. Sounds good. Oh man. Well, I mean, this game, it came with my CD-ROM. So, I mean, I'm definitely dating oh. myself. Um, back before hey, I've been computers. dating myself for 32 years. <laughs> I mean, computers didn't always have CD-ROMs. And so we no. got a CD-ROM, put it in our computer. It came with this a bunch of different CDs. I mean, because if you have a CD-ROM, you need to have things to test it out, I guess. So it came well, with yeah, Return to checks. Zork. It came with another game. It came with like an encyclopedia, I think, because again, this I is, had that. Yeah, this is before like really the internet and Wikipedia. So I mean, people mm -hmm. used encyclopedias on CDs, and then it came and, with Return to Zork. <laughs> and with that, with that CD-ROM, you could uh, eventually use one of those AOL like number of minutes online. Remember that they yeah. would like they would give yeah. you free minutes, like like a fucking heroin dealer would give you a hit of theirs. Um, it's interesting though you brought up the bundling because first of all, I had no idea how big this game was. I don't know how I missed it, uh, yep. but it came out in the same year. You know, you mentioned uh, uh, Monkey Island and another similar game to Monkey Island is Day of the Tentacle. And that came out the same year as Return to Zork. And, it, and that game is largely seen as one of the best point and click adventures of all time in terms of its tone, its comedy, its, its, its adventure, its problem solving. And it was one to one basically with Return to Zork as a game uh, that was being considered for game of the year. So I, when you initially recommended it, I thought we were getting ourselves into trouble. Like I thought it was going to be a total piece of crap and it still may be. But when you played this game, did you, do you remember it for its absurdity or for actually enjoying it? No, I remember it for actually enjoying it. Like I wow. freaking loved this game. Um, basically I was in, I think grade seven, I'm going to yeah. say, and a friend of mine, she came over every single weekend and we played this game every single weekend for months until we beat the game. So we wow. were like okay. determined and this game was hard to beat. Like the puzzles were not easy. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I loved it. I thought their graphics were amazing back then. Like, wow, look at these amazing graphics. And it looks like, like TV. It's real people. Yeah. So it was hard, like when you guys were saying, like, come on the podcast and talk about it, a little bit of me hesitated because I almost didn't want to ruin this memory of this game that I loved so much. Welcome and... to our lives over the past three years. <laughs> you know, 
I decided it was worth it. I would do it. And, you know, I did play the game again. So, yeah, here so we you are. did. So I, I want to I want to get into your experiences with the game in a little bit. But uh, for the listener uh, who may not also have experience with the game, just like uh, Lil Dinky Andy and myself, you know yeah. that, right? That that Lil that Andrew is a little Dinky Andy. <laughs> and I'm yeah. I mean, you see me now, you know why I'm big boy Mikey. <laughs> And he's little dinky Andy. This is, and I'm happy, Andrew, that this is happening because we've never had someone who could actually confirm this apart from yeah. Riley Little. But Little is in his name, and so he's going to side with you as little dinky Andy. Um, what, what I would, what I would like to do though, is talk a little bit about the creation of this game and give some context to it. So it was actually developed by Activision, uh, and it was the seed of what Activision came to be. Because at this point in time, Bobby Kotick, uh, infamous supervillain of the video game industry, bought Activision. Okay, and did what everyone would come to know Bobby Kotick for, you know, his typical way of reacting. He bought Activision, fired all 200 of his employees, filed for bankruptcy, and then essentially reopened <laughs> using just the existing licenses, quoting when he was making his first game at, under that title, which was Return to Zork. You could put Zork, the word, on a brick and it would sell 100,000 copies. His goal was essentially to buy it get rid of his payroll, release a piece of shit, and then profit off of it. And that largely worked. Brick is an interesting comparison. He <laughs> <laughs> literally could release a brick, yeah. Uh, which is pretty much what they did. But yeah, well, you know, Bobby Kotick, by the way, currently the CEO of, uh, of Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Like he's still, he's still doing it. And if you want it right now at home, Google what Bobby Kotick looks like. He's exactly what you think he looks he, like. He is exactly he, what you think he looks he's like. He's exactly. The suit's just one size too big. He looks like he's selling you a used car. <laughs> just the worst guy in the world. Um, so, Lauren, did you have any experience with any other Zork games? Because I didn't even realize it was a franchise. No. Um, and, I mean, it used to be a text-based game, I guess, before Return to Zork came out. And yeah. I feel like the game probably didn't have to be called Return to Zork. It could have just been called something else. And they definitely just used the Zork game to try to get in the old fans of the game. That was it. Um, there was a video game documentary on Netflix not too long ago, and now I can't think of what it's called, but they did talk about the Zork text games in the documentary, but then they didn't talk about Return to Zork. And again, I was that's brought it up again for me. And I was like, oh, they didn't talk about Return to Zork. That was my game. Could that have been High Score? Because yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah High yeah. Score was fantastic. I loved that. Yeah. Andrew makes fun of me for how much I love it. Uh, Andrew makes fun of me for a lot of reasons, which is why I call him uh, Lil Dinky Andy. Hey, did Andrew just name himself Biggest Boy Andy? That is... I, no, 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 Zoom told me that. <laughs> I, they I just saw it. Oh, Zoom... <laughs> Zoom wow. took a look at me and they're like, wow, that's the biggest boy Andy right there. So, you know, <laughs> therefore I... Well, there aren't many big Andys. So that's like saying you're the uh, world's largest donkey. Don't, don't. We're, we're, we're not doing for. this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I, I want to talk about the actual like graphics and the fact that they use real people and yes. real actors and like actors of like, not no, like let's, that'd be wildly overstating oh, it. No, but, but actors, go, go over that because there are some recognizable I'm, names. Oh, I know. Oh, I know from Robin Lively from Twin Peaks. And yes. the weirdest part about Robin Lively it seems like her and like her family was in the waiting room or in the car waiting for her. And they're like, hey guys, you're all in it. You're all in the game. <laughs> there are five of her family members in this game. They're like, like, is that one of those like famous Hollywood stories where Johnny Depp's in like the waiting room waiting for his friend to audition for like a horror movie? He's like, you know what? That kid's moxie's pretty good. It's like the whole family in the station. Away. You're like, get in here, you crazy bunch of kids. Yeah, we're going to record all of you. Hey, Andrew, Why did someone we go who away? As someone who grew up uh, working for his dad's company, uh, nepotism is alive and well uh, in the world, and that is how you get jobs. You show up to where your parents show up. Yeah, and, and, and I, get into well, it. it worked for the livelies, but I, it did. It, like mostly, I just want to know, like, why did we get away from real people acting in video games? Like, what this 
this is like ages this game so like beautifully that I want I want more real actors in these movies in these they, games. They've studied in the indie space to bring back games with real actors, like 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 you would see in Command and Conquer and things like that. Um, um, Lauren, are you? Because this is this is kind of very you know this was the first one that had graphics in it. It used to be like you said it was a text based adventure. From this game on, were you big into that that scene of uh, point and clicks, or 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 even nowadays, like what's the type of game that you play, and how does this fit into that? Um, I think like after this game came out, I was looking for more point and clicks because I loved it so much, and we ended up playing this game called The Dig after it, which was like a Steven Spielberg like. I think it was like a LucasArts game that they like oh, made. Wow. It was like a concept that they made into a game instead of a movie. And I remember quite liking that as well. Although I don't quite remember it as much as Return to Zork. Um, but I did always like those kind of games, like the point yeah. of like adventure games. Like I did enjoy Monkey Island back in the day. Sure. Um, I mean, I thought the humor was really cheesy to Monkey Island back in the day. I didn't think it was really funny, but I did enjoy the game. Even um, playing it back then. Yeah. Yeah. As oh, a kid, man. I, thought I found that it, it was, so funny back then. I thought it was terrible back then. Like, I was like, oh, this is like, like, Guybrush three foot. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you have to stop with that joke. It's so bad. <laughs> and I thought it when I was a kid, too. So, um, but yeah, I did always like the point and click adventure game. I don't really play them as much anymore. Like, I guess the kind of games that I played now are more like Stardew Valley and Animal sure. Crossing. I got into those a bit. And then I always played Jackbox with my friends, especially during nice. the pandemic. Um, we had a ton of fun on the, we did a Jackbox episode uh, during the pandemic and it was a ton of fun. There's a new game actually that just came out. I think it's called Cozy and it's by the creators of this mobile game that I used to love called Triple Town. And they're saying it's kind of like an answer to Animal Crossing. Uh, so if you're, if you're interested in that style of game, you should check it out. Um, I do have one, uh, another interesting thing about this. So as I mentioned, it was developed by Activision. It was published by a company called Infocom. And once Activision got big, it actually bought in Infocom. So there are games later on that were developed by Infocom and published by Activision. One such game, and I'm sure, Lauren, you know this one. This is probably your second favorite game. Andrew, I don't know why you're laughing right now. This is this is serious business. Um, Lauren, can you tell us about your experiences playing Leather Goddesses of Phobos <laughs> 2 Gas Pump Girls Meet the Pulsating Inconvenience from Pet Planet? X? What? <laughs> uh, I'll repeat the question. <laughs> no, no, I'll, re I'll repeat the question. Um, the the game that was developed by Infocom, published by Activision. Can you tell us your experience? And this is this is one game, obviously. Leather Goddesses of Phobos 2, colon, Gas Pump Girls meet the pulsating inconvenience from Planet X. Can you tell us about your experiences playing that game and why you love it so that much? That sounds really gross. I don't want to play a game <laughs> called that. <laughs> a game with pulsating in the title doesn't interest you? No. Like, leather goddesses of what? Like, no. Lauren, did I stutter? <laughs> leather goddesses of Phobos 2. Gas pump girls meet the pulsating inconvenience from Planet X. By the way, my nickname in high school was the pulsating inconvenience, <laughs> and my mom gave me that name, and I'm not going to get into that story. Or as some people know it, the LGPGPGMPIPX. That was obviously much more convenient than naming that whole thing. So that's it. Yeah, we, that's the next game we're going to do, obviously. Oh, my God. Please do that game. 
I honestly, I think we have to. We, we may need to get you on for that one too. Uh, so this game ended up selling over 600,000 units, but over half of those were bundled. And that was part of Activision's attempt to bump up the sales and get... However, Bobby ended up convincing hardware companies to include this game. Who knows? But they probably would have loved it given how popular uh, the Zork franchise was. And that, that, Lauren, as you said, was how you uh, got the game in the first place. Now, can you take us through... You, you said that you worked really hard to finish this game with a friend of yours beating games was that in the cards for you back then or was this something special um i mean i usually like to play games right through so i mean i played a lot of nintendo games when i was a kid so sure all the mario games beating all of those and zelda and going through so this was definitely one that we wanted to solve and we we're going to keep playing it till we solved it but this oh, game was kind of crazy in that there were multiple ways you could solve it and there were ways that you just couldn't solve it. If you screwed up along the way, you could just screw yourself over and never solve it. Never be so, able to win. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can't quite remember if we ever took any wrong turns. Like, I don't think so, but... So, you, you don't... I was going to ask you, because there were these pitfalls that you could get yourselves in, you, you don't remember whether or not you, uh, you completely failed at any point. That's probably good. Probably means you didn't, because I think I would have thrown my CD-ROM out the window at that point. Yeah, I mean, also just having a lot less games when you were younger and Fair. a lot less like things to do. There wasn't really like the internet. Um, it was it know? was managing my stock portfolio that took most of my time back then, and that's why I didn't get to finish games like Mist. Uh, that was that was the, page, that was the pages and thing. pages of Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm like, no, I got another page to go through. <laughs> Mist scared the crap out of me. I tried oh, playing yeah. Mist, and it scared Mist, me yeah. so much that I couldn't play it. Like no, the music. Oh. Yeah. Andrew introduced me to Mist, and, mm. and by the way, Lauren, as you mentioned, we do have an episode of Mist uh, in our back catalog. So to the listeners, if you haven't heard that, definitely go back. It's surprisingly it, it holds up really well now. But yeah. Andrew introduced me to that game at his house when we were kids, and then went upstairs. So I was left alone playing downstairs, and I ran. I I sprinted up his steps because I was so scared. Uh, yeah. And it's not like anything popped out at me. It just eventually I hit a breaking point, as I am wont to do in my adult yeah. life, and had a breakdown. That's it. Yeah, that. And the worst part is, it was two years ago. Like you know, it's <laughs> you know. So I missed missed was scary. The music alone and the fact that you were alone but not alone is like a reoccurring thing that even now in games and movies and stuff will scare me. Like the yeah. the illusion. Of, of, you know, isolation when you're not, you know, you're not yeah. you're like, oh, that's scary. Well, yeah. so as, as we mentioned, uh, Andrew and I don't have any experience playing this game, and, and that's that's why we wanted to get your opinion on it. Uh, so we'll be giving our uh, rating of the game based on what we think we would have thought of it back in the day uh, yeah. after we, we play some of the gameplay. But Lauren, you had mentioned that you actually did buy this game. It's available on Steam right now. Uh, did you have a chance to go back in and play it? I did, yeah. And I mean... I guess I didn't think the graphics were too bad. And I don't mm -hmm. know if this is because oh. I'm nostalgic about this game. I thought it was going to look a lot worse. Of course, I'm playing the game and my boyfriend comes in the room. He's like, oh, that looks like shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you forget so your glasses like, cool. or something? I've seen pictures of this game. It doesn't <laughs> look like, very yeah. good. Like, I was like, come on, it doesn't look that bad. But you could tell they were really trying to show off the graphics. Like going back and replaying it, there were certain scenes that you couldn't exactly skip. Like just things that didn't really matter. Like you're going yeah. down the rungs of like a ladder and it kind of just kept going and going as you're going down the... <laughs> and so it was like, ooh, look at these graphics. You're like going down the, the ladder. Or there's this one point where you're in a boat and you're kind of sailing along and it's like, oh my goodness, the 3D, you're sailing through the water. It's great, but you can't skip it. It lasts for like a good like 30 seconds. You're like Oof. sailing in this boat and nothing's wow. happening. Whereas now I'm like, Wait, 30 skip, skip, seconds skip. isn't a long time? Like... 
I thought that you said 30 Pumped seconds. I'm like, that game Thank is you. a fucking champion. That game <laughs> deserves some praise. Jesus it Murphy. Going. I'm like, skip this. But no. Um, that also that also tracks. <laughs> that also tracks, yeah. The game is uh, like a lot harder than I remember though. Like I got to a certain point and I could only really get by on my memories of what to do. Yeah. And then I kind of yeah. got stuck and then I couldn't remember. Um, well, like, didn't you didn't you find that like playing these games back in the day, uh, the the solutions to a lot of the problems were nonsensical. They mm -hmm. didn't really make sense. I remember a game, King's Quest, and I couldn't get past this oh, point yeah. where, and, and this applies to all the other games of this era, Mist included. Mist may be the exception because it has actually some logical puzzles, but um, there was a giant scorpion, and I couldn't get past the scorpion, and all I had in my inventory was like a stick, a bottle, a piece of cloth. And like a hamburger or whatever the fuck. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a crown. And I, I finally just was through trial and error had put the, had put the, uh, I'd try to go to where the scorpion was and use every item and die. And it was a gruesome death scene. Very, very scary. I ran up Andrew's stairs after I died every time. And I, <laughs> so I finally found there. out <laughs> I could connect the cloth to the stick, which was cool. Uh, okay. But then I, I used it. And apparently what I did, I got, <laughs> I got into the uh, confrontation with the scorpion. I took out the flag and the stick and I waved it and the scorpion pinned its tail against the wall because it tried to stab it and like that's not a logical solution so it makes sense that going back to play it in, in the modern day like you just did there are going to be these problems that they're only expecting you to figure out because you're a little kid that has enough time, time to just yeah. try everything out and not use your brain to do it. Uh, is, is that kind of the experience that you find, found yourself going through there? Definitely. Like in Zork, you can basically, there's like a whole bunch of different things you can do. You can, you have like a little camera that you can take pictures of different people. And I remember mm. I was playing through again and you had to like, almost by trial and error, show a photo of someone to someone else. And then it gets them on a tangent talking about something and then they give you some <laughs> item and then it gets, but I'm like, how would I know to show yeah. a picture of this person that I don't know is related to this person? Just nonsensical you things just like that. You wouldn't, I, you know? I, I'm shocked by, so I watched, I watched the intro on YouTube. So I'd have at least a compass of like where I was going with this. And it is, it is remarkable. The choice you are given to do stuff is like, is remarkable. So, like, instead of tearing out this plant at the beginning, you could pick up a knife near it and cut the plant instead of grabbing at the plant. And now the plant is actually more, more alive than it uh, would have been if you just grabbed it. And, like, there are, like, you know, this was, like, a two-minute video, so whatever. But that little diamond had, like, 12 choices you could choose. And I'm like, oh, my God, this game is... It is, like, <laughs> in my mind, what Abed played when they went in that community episode like he was just like the amount oh. of detail he's like oh this is overwhelming i love it you know what i mean <laughs> and then the only other thing from the video that i wanted to bring up too before you for doing this does the acting of these real people get in the way lauren because it's like the director is just off camera going more 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 <laughs> and he's like he's like more yeah, okay Ooh, i'm a monster you're like oh wow that's a lot <laughs> There's a lot going on here it's kind of like weirdly endearing the bad acting <laughs> in a way yeah. like i know back in the day that wasn't really a thing so to see the people like actually talking and words coming out that was kind of a novelty so that was yeah. like wow look at this um yeah. but nowadays you look at it and you're just kind of like oh like this is <laughs> but then some of the characters i found were really just like they were very exaggerated versions of whatever the characters should be so right it's 
kind of iconic in a way. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you couldn't yeah. you couldn't make a game using that style of filming and not have it be a bit cheesy. So lean into mm. it. And I not that they were trying to lean into it back then, but maybe it's just because that's how we remember it. If I see a game with actual actors in it, I want them to ham it up because that's the only yeah. way I know how to absorb that type of cutscene. So well, yeah, it's uh, it's it, they, they also video game acting was not a thing at this point. So you're just kind of like shooting in the dark. Like you don't know what the game's gonna look like. So you're like, okay, I'm just gonna try my best here. My experience with that level of graphics and like real people are those old VHS games you used to be able to put in. Oh, like what Nightmare they, or whatever. Yeah, like uh, I'm I'm the gatekeeper and like yeah, the person yeah. on your left needs to go first. And those people are. Once terrifying. again, this is not terrifying. Yes, absolutely. Let's let's all run upstairs together. Great but actors, is, you know, is great actors. They are going for it, you know. And it's like it's you can't fault someone for trying, you know. I guess. Yeah, especially when that's probably all they're being told to do. They're probably given no direction. Like knowing no, yeah. nowadays what voice actors in video games go through with yeah. being given essentially no direction and just a bunch of lines to read. I can't imagine the director was there. Like, imagine. That your mother had just, it's like, no, just read the line, you fucking no. idiot. I don't know I, anything about acting. Especially being like a 62-year-old actor who's like now like video games are becoming a thing. And you're like, okay, so this is another world. But it's also kind of medieval times. And it's also <laughs> this. And you're like, and he's just like, oh, shut up, shut up. I'm just going to read the lines. So you're like, oh, okay, cool. You got it. Now they actually <laughs> so have true. like real actors in this game. Like the one, so you sent me that screen grab of that guy with the ridiculous yes. hair and like the necklace. shirtless and the necklace. And so that was actually the... The actor was who played the older brother in the Wonder Years. He, oh, I don't really? Know, yeah. So I didn't realize that until I looked this up. But they he had, was like, like a legit actor. They had yeah. a few. I mean, Andrew Andrew mentioned that they had, yeah. uh, 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 what was her name from, from Twin Peaks? Robin um, Lively. Robin Lively. And they had a few other people as well. They had, uh, oh, oh, you're talking about Jason Hervey from yeah, the Wonder yeah, Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Sam Jones from Flash Gordon, AJ Langer from My So-Called Life. Uh, they didn't spare any expenses, and obviously Bobby Kotick had the money to spend because he just fired 200 employees, <laughs> so I guess you could spend it somewhere. Um, so, uh, Lauren, why don't you... You have the uh, budget of seven programmers per actor, okay? Yeah. So that's how we're going to use it. <laughs> basically, basically. Um, why don't you leave us off, Lauren? Uh, I'd love to know your rating of this game uh, back yeah. in the... in uh, Back when you played it in, I'm assuming, around 1993 when it came out, uh, what would you have rated this out of four bits? Oh, I would have given it four bits for sure. Yeah, wow. yeah, I would have been okay. pull out four bits. Like this game came to mind immediately when I started thinking about older games, and I like I love this game so much. So yeah. Okay, Four. I love it. I'm I'm glad to. That's you know amazing. what I love about this is that is that a lot of people give us recommendations of games that were so bad they were good. Uh, yeah. I love that there is a sincere recommendation here. Now you had some time to play it. Obviously, it's not a full fledged review. But if you're rating this game out of four bits as it stands up in the modern day against the likes of modern games, what would you give this one? Oh, it's hard because I still, the nostalgia bit to me still sways my, you know, my rating of the game. Of course. But I mean, standing up to modern games, it obviously doesn't stand up at all to modern games. Sure. Like, this game is like cheesy. It's difficult. It doesn't make sense a lot of the time. Um, That's like Andrew. <laughs> you just described hey, Andrew. Come on. <laughs> So, Unfair. I mean, the game, I would probably give it, like, a two. But, okay. I mean, I'm probably still being generous. Like, a lot of people probably wouldn't give it a two. But I would still it's, give it a two. 
it's fair though because yeah. this type of game doesn't exist now in the modern day exactly. so you're kind of stuck with what you have and that's what we we consider that a lot if a game's been done over and over again and continues to be it's harder to give a game like that uh, a positive rating in the modern day uh but when it doesn't exist that's it now mm -hmm. any pitfalls anything you think we should look out for when we uh, uh take our time with the game just after oh, the break question yeah so i mean like don't this, play it she says this game. <laughs> so avoid it, it completely i didn't realize but back in the day it came with like this little booklet or this little thing okay. that was basically it was against um it was like a copyright protection thing so it was called the encyclopedia something or other i can't remember um mm -hmm. but it's an encyclopedia frobosica yeah that's the one so it had like just things in it there's this one point where you talk to the school teacher near the beginning of the game and she asks you what is the second day of the week so if you typed in tuesday you would get it wrong but it's huh. in zork you know it's like uh, mud day oh or it's called God. something else so you have to type it in and if you can't you can't really get far in the game but it's just to keep you from not pirating the game interesting so you yeah. now need to go on to like google and find where this is Oh, that is, that's a great piece of advice. Yeah, that's the ways amazing. that they would go through DRM uh, using a, an instruction book were, were insane back then. Yeah. That, that was like, Leisure Suit Larry used to do the thing of like, I'm going to check your age. Who was Nixon's vice president? Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, there was no I internet, but it's that. like... I played Leisure Suit Larry when I was, I was really like way too young to play this game. Same. And I remember asking my parents, I was like, what's this? And they told me that what it was so I could play this game. Oh, they, they knew and they let you. Yeah. I just, I just, I always, I told this story on the podcast once before. I remember playing Leisure Suit Larry uh, and just hoping to see pixelated boobs. That's just what <laughs> little boy Mikey wanted. And uh, of course I'm not little boy Mikey. Anymore. I was going to say you stayed Mikey. that way. And yep. I still love pixelated boobs. But the, I remember playing it. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. The sound and only pixelated boobs. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and the, the, the sound bar or whatever it was at that point, the sound card, making the beeps and boops. I assumed that my parents hearing it would know based on like beep, 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 that I was playing leisure suit Larry and you couldn't turn the volume down. It was scary as fuck. Oh God. That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, Lauren, so we got that, we got to we got to watch out. Obviously we got to download the encyclopedia for Bazica. Uh, that is something that is necessary for us to be doing it, but it's, it's funny. Like, I wonder how far Mikey, we're going to get into this game. Like I fun, I wonder how far we're going to get before you're like, okay, wait, what do we have to do? And we turn to the internet. That's a good question. Which Lauren uh, couldn't do. Yeah. No, of course not. Not back in the day. You yeah. die a lot in this game for things that don't make sense. Like you have to keep saving the game if you don't want it to go back and redo things. Because you can kind of pick uh. up where your save file left off. But oh. you'll die if you like walk forward and there happens to be a bridge with water. Then it's like, oh, sorry, you died. And then no. it just shows, yeah, it's crazy. Or if you do things that are kind of like against morals. So if you have a knife <laughs> in your inventory and you try to kill someone, it'll like, you'll die because it's wow, like, you're not supposed wow. to, or if you try to steal something. So there's this part of the game, there's this guy's house and he on his front lawn is a, okay, it's going to sound ridiculous. It's a bra box. There's like a bra okay. inside. Uh -oh, and nothing ridiculous about that. Mike, you watch <laughs> out. Nothing ridiculous. Lawn. So if you just go up and you are like, pick up bra box in your inventory, you die because you stole from him. That was on his property. You're not allowed to steal that from oh him. Oh my but God. But if you go and talk to him and you get his permission and he kind of just is, he says, oh, uh, I have this bra box. Ooh, take that bra away from me. And you take it. <laughs> and it's all because this is another part of the game. You need the wire from the bra. You have to like oh melt it down God. and you use it to like Jimmy open a lock. 
Oh and my god. So once you get into a place where it's abandoned, because there's a lot of abandoned places in this game, and there are mm. items, you can take anything you want from there because it's abandoned. But if it legit belongs to someone and you take it, you'll die. But if wow. Johnny Bra Box is hiding his bra boxes <laughs> yeah, in an abandoned yeah, yeah. place, yeah. how You're are you supposed my to family? It's on his front <laughs> lawn, so I guess it's his property. So yeah. it's fair, his fair. Bra I need to feed box. my kids. <laughs> like, but he doesn't want the bra box after you talk to him. Like it's so stupid. So That's bizarre. Uh, so some of yeah. the typical nonsensical stuff. I can't wait to get into it. Lauren, I don't know what you've just gotten uh <laughs> our, us into, but I can't uh, wait to find out. I'd love to hear though, Lauren. Uh, I, I think we skipped past it at the beginning, but what what is it that you do? Cuz you you have a very oh. uh interesting uh, uh Twitter account and life yep. it seems that you live. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that yeah. before we get going? So I I have a background. I used to work at TSN actually oh. uh, as a video editor so i nice. worked there for many years but on the side i wrote a travel blog so i also did that for many years and writing and blogging and photography and that was more my passion so i ended up kind of building that up as a side business and then yeah, okay. i eventually left my day job and now i'm a travel blogger Amazing. which is really really crazy during a pandemic because i can't go That's... anywhere that must be absurd. Although I bet you there are a lot of people who tune in just for the living vicariously through yeah. what you've already gone through. Like, Fantasy. like just as an escape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love writing about travel and recommending things and writing itineraries and, you know, posting photos on Instagram and, and what, yeah. what are your Instagram uh, and Twitter handles? Oh yeah. So I, uh, you can find me at Justin plus Lauren and my Twitter handle is Justin Lauren XO. And that's just because I couldn't fit all the characters because Twitter only allows 15 uh, characters, which is great. That's true. <laughs> Even though there are retrograde Andy. <laughs> yeah, retro, instead of Andrew, yeah. I got yeah. retrograde Mikey right in under the wire. Perfect. Under the bra wire, as they say. The bra wire. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be stealing my bras. <laughs> Um, Lauren, I, uh, I, I, I highly suggest you you look at uh, some of the stuff that she's been posting on Twitter. I found it yeah. fascinating. A lot of good Canadian content as well uh, for people who like to travel around Canada. Uh, Lauren, the first place you're going to travel to when the restrictions lift, where, oh, what do you think it's going to be? I really want to go back to Scotland. I nice. had Ooh. a couple trips actually planned for 2020 to Scotland and they got canceled. So yeah, I'm half Scottish. So I do have some family over there and I love it there. So yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll see amazing. you over there. We'll do we'll do a live recording in Scotland. We'll get uh, we'll do one of our drinking and driving episodes uh, that that you can find over on our Patreon. Lauren, thank you so much for uh, for for joining us and for recommending this game. Well, we'll say whether or not we thank you after we play it, uh, but we do appreciate the conversation and for you uh, letting us know that this game even exists. Thanks so and, much, guys, uh, for having me. Perfect. Oh, no. uh, our pleasure. Our our absolute Andrew's pleasure. I I fucking hated it. This was miserable. Yeah. I, and I actually I would this. watch out Lauren for the second half of the episode when you listen to it because if it doesn't go well, your name is going to come up a lot. So <laughs> Brian Bland. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'll apologize now. I'm sorry. I don't accept your apology. I don't do that. that uh, accepting apologies does not work for me. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, guys. We will see you on the other side of the gameplay. Uh, Mikey. Hey, we, we got to return to Zork. Uh, did you book a return trip? Because mine was one way out of Zork. Oh, boy. I'm like a bat out of hell. I'm returning to Zork real soon. <laughs> oh, here's the Encyclopedia for Boss Guy. It's like one page. Oh, is it? Okay. Okay. So some information. I'm not sure if you knew this about it or not. Okay, I didn't. Postal code, section 115. Oh, my God. GUE Postal Service. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine being a kid bringing this home and the first thing you do is read about postal codes? <laughs>
I remember my dad complaining one time. He's like, I got you a video game. And the first thing you're doing is on the internet. I'm like, I got to look up how to play the game. Yeah, like, exactly. Know, yeah. yeah. You are standing by a white house. Is this it? Oh my God. Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Behind house. You are standing behind the white house. Interesting. In one corner is a small window, which is slightly ajar. Well, then it's not a window. No, it's, it's a, a jar. jar. <laughs> Well, okay. the music's pretty epic. Music is pretty epic. Uh, so the frame rate's shit, but the graphics aren't awful. It, they're not. They're kind of, it's like scene by scene. The, yeah, the frame rate, it's, it's almost like everything is painted. It's like less of a frame rate than mist. Almost. Yes. Hey, I've been talking a long time. Someone's talking <laughs> through a crystal ball. <laughs> that's that's humor. That's, that's really good. funny. That's good. The crystal ball needs a new battery. That's very funny. I think it needs a new assault. <laughs> Salt and battery. Can you touch the... Oh, Vulture. Can you touch touch, touch that Vulture? Vulture? I can. Talk, Talk to, to Vulture. Hello, Vulture. Uh, magazine? <laughs> what do you think about our podcast? So it talked to me. Yeah, I talked to you. So this this is the thing. You can touch so many things on the screen. Like, there is... Oh, is that rock? Oh, can we pick up that rock? Rock. Look at rock. Pick up rock. Put rock in inventory. Kick rock. Kick rocks, baby. Yeah, let's kick rocks. Nice kick, it says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot that we can do. So we just chose to step forward and it took us to an entirely new scene whereas mist is kind of sequential it's yes. like step by step yeah you're walking a little bit this one is take oh the crystal ball continues to talk to me let's follow the okay road to the south there's a road called road to the south which well, is which is helpful wasn't there a guy we could talk to in the lighthouse he said no he said he said follow fo find him down the road to the south oh i thought he was i thought he was oh the lighthouse asked that guy about the road to the south well we're about to find out i think we're dead wait did we just die oh no. okay good oh yeah we did Rip, nothing can live here, not even you. What uh, the fuck? See, you're supposed to ask the guy about it. Oh. Listening is very important in this you, game, Mikey. You may be, you may be uh, better than me at this. Why don't you, why don't okay. you take over? I'm going to try. And I've died. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm sitting in Andrew's chair. Oh, oh my God, this thing is warm. Yeah, I got a hot butt. <laughs> I tried to grab the plant out of the bottom of the thing, and it said that the vulture attacked me and wounded me. Why don't you throw the rock at it? That's a good idea. Okay, so let's go. I'm going to pick up the rock and... You are now carrying the rock. Throw, throw rock, rock at Vulture. Or show rock to Vulture. Yeah, show it. Vulture attacks you and wounds you. Okay. What the fuck? Okay, this throw, rock it, throw it right at its fucking head. Gah! Nice throw. The Vulture flies away. It flew towards ah, the screen and kind of spooked us. It did. That was very spooky. Who are you? It's like this guy was given 12 lines and he's like, I'm going to read them like a paragraph. All at once. Yeah. He, he has 30 seconds to do this and one take. It's like the Krusty the Clown thing where he didn't he didn't turn his car off to go read yeah, the lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I feel like we need what information. Oh, ask about the map and then maybe you can ask about the road to the south. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Good, good call. Okay. Okay, so it is. So you can't take the road to the south. So I'm going to go around the side here, and oh. it looks like we've got more stuff that we can do. So we've got some wood planks. Too heavy. Too heavy. So I think we could create the bridge, because he said the bridge kind of disappeared. Right, So we're going right. to pick up. Oh, it's oh, too heavy. pick it up. Pull out vines. Can't, can't get it that way. So you have to pull them out. Oh, cut cut it with the knife. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whoa, look wow. at all the options. So as, as you hold items in your hand, the options of what you can do with each item, like there are a lot. So I cut the vines. Okay. Now you're carrying them. I bet you, you bind the wood planks. Good call. Yeah. Put So now carry the vines and try to interact with the wood planks mm, and see if anything happens. Good call. Let's try this. Tie vines on wood planks. Yeah. Yes. There you go. You built, built a, raft a raft with them. Nicely done. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, now it's taking us <laughs> down the river. You know what? Like- for for as much as as Lauren was talking about the uh, the nonsensical nature 
of some of the puzzles. This one was pretty logical. No, it's like a, yeah, it's a logic puzzle. So is Lauren a dummy? <laughs> well, she came on this podcast. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're in now West Shambar. So we passed the South Road that killed us earlier. Yeah. And now we are in the town at the mayor's office. Oh. Oh my God, this guy. Wow, he uh, winked at us. Uh, he is, is the sleaziest. Is this guy the uh, the Watto of, <laughs> of this uh, West Shambar? I think he is. Okay, so we're going to check out his office here a little bit. Also, I feel like Leisure Suit Larry grew up and became this guy. <laughs> Holy shit. So in this, in this <laughs> oh, thing, no. there are three drawers and in each drawer there we're is, looking at a filing cabinet yeah filing cabinet sorry and there's three drawers and in each drawer there's like 10 different things files you can read. we have to read all them oh, i am immediately man. off put i hate the idea of reading all this shit <laughs> this is oh. go let's go explore the rest of the town okay. hopefully there's something else to you do got it. we're going to the school 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 let's go let's go learn some things oh we can knock oh ring the bell can't, can't do, do that right now. okay let's knock i feel like we could if we really wanted to no, no one, one answers <laughs> andrew pulls out the knife <laughs> Oh, strike bell with knife. What the fuck? Ah, baby. And Mrs. Peepers. Figured it out. That was slightly illogical. Thank you. Well, no, the knife like made the noise. Ding a ding a ding a yeah. ding. Yeah. So there was no bell inside of it, so we used the knife to ring the bell. So Mavis Peepers is now here. Interesting. So do we have a crush on Miss Peepers? Yeah, a thousand percent. I think we do. Yeah, a thousand percent. Oh, okay. So this is what Lauren warned us about. What is the seventh day of the week called? Let's pull out that encyclopedia. Here, you want to switch? Britannica. Yeah, let's try this. Yeah. Seventh day of the week. This is literally hey, what Lauren asked. Hot butt. You warmed up this chair just as much as I did. I think it's a chair. <laughs> Each week has seven days, known as Sand Day, Mud Day, Gruise Day, Wands Day, Birthday, Frob Day, and Star Day. They did not. This was four o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> this was them figuring this out. I so, don't know. That's like so random. It feels almost intentionally creative. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't I know. I think it's day. Star Day, right? Star Day. It looks like Star Day. Okay. So let's type in Star Day. Star Day Valley. <laughs> also, why the fuck is she quizzing us? Yeah. Hey, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so happy to have someone to ask this stuff. This is creepy. Like, I don't like not, this. The mouth thing is... It's very weird. They didn't record the actress saying anything. So they just cut out her mouth and it's moving that and everything else is so still. It is so creepy. Maybe ask about the map. Let's see if she has anything to say about the road to the south. She won't answer that subject, okay? What about the lighthouse? Yeah, there's a creeper who lives in there. <laughs> oh, that's where that pervert that we ostracized from our community lives. Oh, fuck. Why? Did you talk to him? Did you save anyone in the basement? Oh, fuck. So you can go left or right and up or down. Hardware store, but there's not really much left. Well, unfortunately, they're missing half the hardware store. So let's try it. Ooh, maybe there's stuff we can get. More like hardly aware there. <laughs> Are they aware that they have half a building missing? This is so good. This is really good. It's really hard to find what I'm looking for when half the building's missing. This is my favorite joke of Star Day. Where am I? Outside? <laughs> it's really hard to sell. Shut up, Andrew! God damn it. Sorry. Can I continue playing the game? I think I gilded the lily on that one. <laughs> yeah, you did, not me. Yeah. There's a crank. I'm going to pick up the crank. Oh, crank it. You are now carrying the crank. <laughs> Oh, there's mice. I wonder if I can trap the mice in the box, in the box. with the crank holding up the yeah, box. Yeah, baby. Oh. Okay, so drop crank, examine box, pick up crank, throw box at crank. <laughs> no, <laughs> look at crank. Hmm. Maybe we overthought this one. Yeah, I think I think we're too smart for this game. <laughs> well, not according to Mrs. Peepers. <laughs> Use camera. Nothing photogenic here. All right. What oh, about the person okay. holding it? Yeah. So there's basically West Shanbar has four little spots. Yes. Uh, this is a pub. 
gift oh, it's a shop. Gift shop. Okay. Well, it's for all the tourism. Obviously. Easy there, Banksy. <laughs> Exit through the gift shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mr. Brainwash. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> so, you know, in some of these games, there's like a button you can press that will show you all the clickable areas. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Clickable areas. Clickable areas. Good band name. <laughs> yeah, clickable areas. Yeah. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gilding the lily. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go the road to the south. Mountain pass. Lighthouse. So, can we go over the bridge? Yeah. Oh, maybe this is going to be... We're dead. If we fucking die... Why? For going over the bridge? Because the bridge is not... It was half a bridge. So, I just walked into the water? Yeah. The devil, I assume, is really also very shocked by this. <laughs> really? You just walked in the water? Oh, I thought... You didn't... Right. It wasn't Th the tiger Thankfully, thing? I literally just saved. Yeah. So, we want to talk to Miss Peepers again, or...? Yeah, I think, I think let's go talk to Miss Peepers. So, here. Let's see what she has to say. Yeah, let's see what she has to say. Doesn't have anything to say anymore. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what if we have a knife? <laughs> what, <yeah. laughs> uh, now what do you have to say? <laughs> oh boy. I want her to punish me. <laughs> Mikey has such an erection right now. <laughs> Pick it up, show it to her, <laughs> ask her about the erection. What do you think about this? I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> Let's talk to the mayor quickly. God, he just keeps rubbing his belly button. I think because those are gray... They don't allow us to use them Oh, yet. no, because the stop talking one works. Yeah, okay. It's weird. I wish the stop talking would work with you. Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the hardware store. Yeah. Maybe there's something to do with the mice. It's hard to click on the mice. Oh, here you go. Okay, pick up, throw matches, put mice in inventory. Oh. I now have the mice in the inventory. Oh. What the fuck am I doing? Well, that was easy. Yeah, that was super. Just use wow. my hands. Wait, rodent warning, danger ahead. What? What does that what mean? Does that mean? Yeah. So we can't go up the bridge. Oh, there's a left and right. Let's go left. left. Oh, that's fair. Okay, oh. so oh, now we can more. go to a whole other place. The thing is, I think a large part, and I guess we'll talk about this afterwards too, is that we died. We just died for going towards a house? Or was it the rodent warning? It was rodents. It Another was rodents. rodent disease. So oh. <laughs> we were holding the rodents in our hands. That's kind of funny. Yep. And I do like that. Okay, so every time you die, the stained glass is why Changes you died. to be based on yes. why you die. Okay. What do I you think? Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Emotionally? Yeah. And welcome back to the retrograde. I'm returning to Zorg. <laughs> you know what? I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because with such a name. Are you? <laughs> uh, I'm, you brought it up. So I'm going to talk about this. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where with a name like Return to Zorg, I thought it was going to be super alien, super science fiction. Yes. Super, but it is like almost a fantasy medieval uh, thick, by the way, what is it with fantasy in medieval times? The, I think there's a lot the of restaurant. hand waviness. <laughs> the what? The restaurant. <laughs> the restaurant. Whole That's a great question. No cutlery. You know what I think it is, is that, <laughs> just eat with your hands. Yeah. Call the waitress's wench. Yeah, That's my yeah. favorite part. That's why I go. Wench, more Mountain Dew. Do you, have <laughs> we talked about this, but do you, <laughs> do you think you're allowed to call, do you think they still, because when I went years ago, the waitress was almost upset that I wouldn't call her wench. <laughs> As though she was there to be called wench. But I bet you they don't open up with, guys, we like to be called wench now. I feel like that's... I, I bet you that is probably part of a bygone era. Uh, I just love the idea. It's like, uh, if you don't mind calling me wench, my sir supervisor is over there and we need to... I just, I wish we could have gone... I guess it's still open whenever we reopen as a society, but it is that I wish I could have drank beer at these things. Oh my God. Dude, Andrew, do we do... <gasps> a lot like we record on our phone <gasps> while we're going yes i love fucking yes. let's do this okay so okay we'll get back to return Zark, but why do all fantasy things go back to a medieval dragon-esque time like this 
That's, that's, you know what? I think it is just what you said, dragon-ass time. I think things were so, like, they didn't have, I don't know if you knew this, the internet hadn't been invented at this point. Hmm. And think about how much, hmm. think about how much different the world was in terms of rumor and speculation, even on the playground before yeah. the internet. Yeah. In medieval times, when fog exists, and they don't really know what the <laughs> fuck that is. We've angered the gods. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Derek, you always say we've angered the gods every time something happens. But it's cloudy. There there would be rumors probably of like a guy who's, I don't know, five foot eight, which was enormous at that time on the battlefield. And they're just like, he's a literal giant. And they would tell stories about him being like, I think mythology and history would have been wrapped up in one similar to like Greco-Roman times. Yes. So it's easy to lend that. Like you don't want fantasy like... And then the wizard Bartholomew called Uber Eats and had a whole chicken <laughs> delivered. Like it's not that's yeah. not how it works. Te- I guess so. technology doesn't mix with fantasy. I yeah. think that's why. The unknown, the the unable to be proven one way or another when religion really dominated, because they were like, we have an answer for everything. You're like, right. oh cool. Uh I guess that is probably the best time to do it. And now it's its own trope within the thing, like fantasy is synonymous with that. So yeah. it'd be really hard to go like, you know, my fantasy novel from the 1910s. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think I think that's why, and it's weird because this does, you bring up a good point. This has the uh, name of a science fiction book. Yes. But the aesthetic of a fantasy book. Absolutely. Even the cover is yes. like very like, ooh, futuristic. Oh, it's ooh. like space. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and you would think so. Maybe, maybe eventually we get there. We don't ooh. know. We didn't make yeah. it too, too far. The game just kept killing us for random reasons. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, the last time we died was because we picked up mice <laughs> and it was like, it, it just said rodent warning, danger ahead. Yeah. And I thought that that was like canary in the coal mine type right. thing. The mice are freaking out. Right. They're like, something's about to come up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to pocket these mice and just, I guess they're just running around your pocket. <laughs> I, I guess so. I, or in my mind, they're in our hands, just biting us, biting us, biting us, biting us. <laughs> and the plague got us what's, or something. What's, the, what's that character from Shawshank Redemption who has the oh, mouse? Red? Oh no. Uh, is that Shawshank that someone has a pet mouse? Every prison movie, there's a fucking pet mouse. I don't know. Well, there's the Birdman of Alcatraz. Yes. And he's friends he with- He ate the mice. He's friends with the, the mouse man of the basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, so, so okay. Well, this game, wow, this is hard to kind of break down. Uh, man, much more respect to Lauren because earlier, none. No, now, no, 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 no. I uh, mean, and not in terms of like like her travel blog and stuff, oh, like whatever. No, no, she's got a, she's got a, a big following. Yeah. Like no respect for that. Mm-mm. It clearly doesn't seem like she's putting in any work, <laughs> even though she's releasing a new fucking article every day. I don't know how she has the time to do everything she does. Honestly, but. we're gonna plug it at the end. But go to her blog. It's great because even when she tweeted out something at us, I'm like, oh right, I want to reply to that. I had to scroll through nine articles she had posted in the three hours it's since crazy. that tweet. It's she's insane. a hard goddamn worker Putting good out on content yeah in that tent um and and i feel like you know doing what she's doing she probably does a lot of reading and there's a lot of reading mm. involved in this we got there into we the mayor's office yes. uh and there was a filing cabinet which keeps i guess all the record of the town's history yeah, and thank god that part didn't disappear <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah. then there's mm-hmm. no no history no for boss except for our our notebook that we have to give to miss peepers um <laughs> sound like a crazy person right now um but but we opened up each drawer of the filing cabinet to more and more information, yeah. and I just felt bogged down immediately, like too much to do. And I think that's one of the initial problems that I do believe is going to I do believe is going to have an effect <laughs> on how I interpret this in the 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 retro score. Well, it's this is very atypical. This is like its own subgenre of game from early on computer stuff of like we we can't make it up to we can't show you right so you're gonna build the world in your head it's like it's the it's the most one-to-one translation from a fantasy novel 
into what we have now as fantasy games, like, yes. like a fable. And then this is the perfect intermediary between right. the two. Before, before they could use video game mechanics exactly. to really draw it out. I can't yeah. show you it all. So I'm going to show you a little bit, and yeah. then the rest you got to fill in your head. Yes. You're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, because it's the evolution of like text-based adventures, exactly. which literally were that. Yeah. So this is a, a stepping stone in the direction. I like I like what you said of, of fable. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So so obviously, because you and I don't have any experience having played this game, uh, Lauren gave it a rating out of four bits uh, in in the in her retro score. Uh, we have to give it a rating based on what we think we would have thought of it had we played this game back uh, when it came out in 1993. And that's going to be tough because this game was complicated. And uh, when we went back, I, I'd be curious to see what we gave to Mist because I think it would be mm. similar to that. My big concern is it's it's. As one of the selling features was that it had more solutions to every problem. So there's a lot that you can do with everything. Right. I think as a kid, I wouldn't have liked that. I was already kind of confused with how complicated things can get when you start layering items on items right. and then using those layered items to interact with other things. The options just keep exponentially expanding, yes. literally. Um, so that would have been very intimidating for me mm. as a kid. I think I was a lot stupider back then than I am now. Now I'm pretty fucking smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then, I just pocketed some mice. <laughs> so I don't know what that <laughs> says about me. Do you, do you think you would have been enjoying this uh, as a kid? Yes. Mm. I think I would have loved this game as a kid. I I, I just, the, the time, it's like a perfect time because you have so much time on your hands mm -hmm. that to explore this big world, to step into a world that is so much bigger than you, yeah. you'd be like, oh my God. And then you're reading the, the, the stories of the, oh my God, something happened before I even yep. started the game. I think I would have loved this. I also was a pretty voracious reader, so I think I would have like liked that part sure. of it. Um, and I had nothing to compare it to. That's, like, that's it's well missed. Missed, you're right. But this is, as much as they are very similar, like on the outset, I'd be like, oh yeah, Return to Zork or Mist, that's a very similar game. Right. But then when you get down to one-to-one -one inside of that, they are very different. Mist is all very visual and like, you know, atmospheric and stuff like that. Whereas this game is like text and story. Yeah, and interactions with other people, which is yes. something you don't get a ton of in, in Mist. And in Mist, like the, the story, the absence of the story is kind of part of one of the allures yes. that you're putting yeah, yeah, it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, yeah. well, is there a story? But there is, but there isn't. You know, right. that's kind of the illusion. This is like, this is, you have to find out exactly what happens in this story. And it's, it's about you interacting with the people, whereas Mist is about you interacting with the environment. Right. And I, like, the more we, we, flesh this out the more i like your point about this being like a an alpha version of not alpha as in like i'm gonna kick fable's ass <laughs> alpha as in like a very early rendering of fable because it is like when we get to east or, or sorry west shambar west yeah shambar yeah it's basically like getting to a town in Red Dead or in Fable. You yes. go to all the different shops, you visit them, you talk to them. It's all much more structured, but it's the exact same concept. Yeah. Uh, whereas Mist doesn't have that. No. And I I feel at this point in time, as a kid playing it in 93, Mist was already intimidating for yeah. me. Yeah. And this would have been way too much for me to handle. But I, I, I think this comparing it one-to-one, -one, if I'm playing it as an adult, yeah. could potentially be a better game. I... Yeah, see, I totally see that. And it's funny to make the comparisons to modern day games. When when you go to a new town, when you could, with these huge maps they give you now, if you choose to explore every corner of that map, every corner of every store, yeah. talk to every single character, that's on you. That's up to you. And right. you can, and you might learn more about the world or find side missions or kind of learn like fun Easter yeah. egg stuff. That's on you. That's totally cool. 
you could still play the main main character and main main pursuit and you can get through the game faster sure, and it might be just sure. much fun. This is essential. You it do requires that, that you do everything. Exactly. So there's a big difference in that too, you know, um, where it's, yeah, like, you know, if we had pick up those mice, we would have never died of the plague, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, I, I've been saying that for years. I, I think about my grandpa every day. Yeah. And is how, that he, how he died? He constantly picking up mice. Oh. But then I strangled him. <laughs> oh my God. Because he picked up one of my mice. Was his name Lenny? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give him a hug um, um, oh, wow. of, uh, of mice and very old men. Um, the, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I had a good time with it. I, I, I'm I want to start to get into our, our reviews, like the, our, our, so. our, 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 our child reviews. Um, what do you think though, before we do this about the overall tone? Because when, when Lauren mm. first reached out to us on Twitter and recommended it, I thought that this was just silly because no one knew how to write good video games back then. So it was just fucking, they went for crazy and it was crazy. The more I play it though, the more I think this is, this is more like uh monkey Island than it is missed where they're aware of the silliness. I think they're they're leaning into it not because they don't know subtlety, but because they want this to be wacky. Yeah, I would I would agree with you, and I think I think more than even the text of the game, which obviously is Monkey Island, you know, it's yeah. all text, but is the the acting clearly yes. somebody directed them to go more to more bigger bigger yeah. let's go and they're like oh okay you know like the fucking, the fucking mayor is like rubbing his nipples while he's like yeah. oh <laughs> the file cabinets over there oh yeah <laughs> and miss peepers is obviously very slanted and like in the lighthouse guy he's like having a time and then uh fake george carlin in the magic ball yeah, yeah. he's just like living it on the battery and the crystal balls running yeah. out this is very tongue-in-cheek and i did not <laughs> expect that to happen but yeah. with that let's get into our reviews based on what we think we would have thought of this game mm-hmm. had we played it back in 19 Andrew, why don't you start us off? Absolutely. So I've already kind of like tipped my hand. I said I was going to like it, but it, it really is the perfect time in 1993. Yeah, 1993, you could be playing some Mario games. Yep. You could be, uh, I think, I think Sega is going to hit the, uh, excuse mm-hmm. me, Sega Sonic's going to hit the market. Um, and that's fun because it's the complete opposite of this. Right. And that's why it took off you know, like, like wildfire because right. people are like, what the hell is this? They're I used get- to the pacing of walking town by town, exactly. building by building. Yeah. But at the same time, because of the lack of comparisons with things, you can really jump in with two feet and feel like it's an immersive experience for maybe the first time ever. Yep. And is a really nice, like excuse to be like reading and doing stuff and learning about a world. I would have really loved it because I also had the time to spend this much for time. Sure. Into it. I think part of the reason we're going to have issues with, you know, the modern day scores, just a guess is that you're like, this is such an investment. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah, yeah. shit. I get so tired about learning about the, the espionage of Eshambar, right. you know, whatever. But whereas a kid, you're like, oh my God, there was espionage? Holy yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't give this an incredibly high score because I still would have been playing, you know, Sonic and stuff sure. like that. But I'm going to give it a three out of four because this was like right down my alley. I'm, I'm very happy you did that because I'm not going to. Okay. And I feel like it deserves representation in right. the camp of people who, who do enjoy it. But for me, sorry, did you say three or three and a half? Uh, I said three. Three. Okay. So I'm I'm cutting that in half. I'm a one and a half, and here's why. I loved Mist, but barely played it. Yeah. It was a very cool game, but it was intimidating and scary. I think in terms of atmosphere, Mist is a better game. Mm. Um this I think the writing, as wacky as it is and as self-aware as it is, is also kind of bad and it feels a little lazy. And Mist saves itself by not worrying too much about the writing. Right. It's more about atmosphere. So I didn't need to read a bunch of stuff. And it was more just about living in that world. And I really felt like I was living in this world, mm. Mist, like I was transported to another place. This felt like I was visiting. 
Like okay, I wasn't really in there with both feet, and I wouldn't. Did you not, go to the gift shop? I, I went to the gift okay. shop. They didn't open for me. No oh, man. I tried. I got, all I got was a t-shirt. As I, I returned to Zork. <laughs> I tried to put the mice in the gift shop. And they didn't do, it. Um, do you have a plushy mice? Yeah, I got a plushy mice. I got Careful, a t-shirt. Give you a disease. Oh no! Um, but I, 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 I think it would have immediately intimidated me. Too much reading. Too much to do from the outset. There's like nine things you can do between the sign and the vulture and talking to the vulture and picking up a rock or kicking a rock and you kick it, then the rock's gone. Yep. Picking up the plant, but then the vulture attacks you. I would have put this game down before I gave it a shot. I'm giving it a one and a half out of oh. four. It's it's unfortunate. I, I think it deserves more, yeah. but our retro scores are always very subjective and this just would not have been my game back then. Yeah, I totally, I do I do understand that. This is not going to be for everybody and yeah. I think your age is really going to depend on oh this. Oh my God, yeah. I think yeah. if you're a little bit older, you're like, ooh, I remember this. It's kind of fun. Whereas I think if you were 18 trying to play this game, you're like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. People have to do this? You're like, yeah. I want to drink drugs. Yeah. I'm going to eat ass. <laughs> You're like, God, these modern kids just eating ass and TikToking. But not both. Don't do both. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, so okay, so with a one and a half and a three, that's a four and a half out of eight. Interesting way to get to that score. So In interesting way. Obviously, you're doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the high uh, portion of the score there. Uh, but uh, why don't you give this one a shot as it stands up in the modern day against the likes of modern games like Days Gone and oh. Civ Six? Oh, okay, so. Okay, so I think we, we get to this part sometimes where we've advanced so far in games and we go so far back that they have their own niche appeal coming back sure, around. Sure. Whereas I think if we play a game from 2004, we're like, hmm, this game's kind of shitty. What yeah, the hell yeah, is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's mimicking the current, ga yes. the current games from today. Yes. This looks like nothing you could play today. No. And is in a play style that is an absolute bygone era. So you can't really, uh, you can't really compare it to anything at right. this time. So in that way, it has its own weird niche appeal. Sure. Whether you want it or not is another question. Right. But you can't go play a game that's coming out today like this really, really. Right. You know. Um, and so in its own way, it's kind of interesting. The only issue is it is confusing and a lot of the like convenience things that they've done to make the game easier to play do not exist in this game yes. yet. So it would be, the whole time you do have to not only think what the story is, but think, okay, what did they mean? What were they trying to get us to do? Right. But you're trying to get in the designer's head, which right. is not something you currently do really with games. So No, it feels more organic in current exactly. games. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's always a game. Yes. You're always very aware yep. of that. Where this one, you're like, okay, how do they put this game together? Yes, exactly. So I really like this game and actually I probably would go back and play it because yeah. it is super interesting and fun and I almost want to crack the code. But it doesn't, it's not going to have a tremendous niche appeal because it's it's just, it is still a little clunky to play. Sure. So I'm still going to give it an okay score. I'm going to give it two. Awesome. No, yeah. Actually, I, that's lower than I thought you were going to give it. I did too, but like I'm being realistic of saying there is a lot of appeal. It's a lot of fun, but are you going to go, I can't wait to play 60 hours in no, this game. No, no, of course. You know? And, and here's, here's the thing is you talk about how there's no direct connection to modern games. Yeah. For the most part, that's true, but I think the spiritual successor of a game like this would be something like Disco Elysium. Mm. And if I'm going to play a heavy text-based game, that just builds on the layers so much more that it's, it's a lot more enjoyable. It doesn't have that point and click feel to it because right. it feels much more like a free flowing game. Uh, but if I want that feeling of like really having to do a lot of reading and exploration and the gameplay is learning and, and, and awareness, yeah. I would probably play disco Elysium. What I will say about this game though, is it makes me want to play mist. 
<laughs> uh, and I, I think it's good and I think it's fun and I think that it is kind of something that you can only experience by going back and playing games from this era if right. you want the exact look and feel uh, the modern games like Disco Elysium are changing enough that it does feel very different Yeah. Uh, but it's still not enough to make me think if I'm going back to play a game like this Return to Zork is the one that I'm going to pick up I think I would rather go back and play Mist, but this is still totally fine mm -hmm. especially if you're like Lauren and you have some sentimental appeal to it yeah. it would be great to visit you know the old gift shop of West York or West Shambar. 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 Um, I I'm giving this one a two out of four as well. Whoa! Uh, it's a similar score, but because because I think it is good for what it is. Okay. Uh, straight down the middle, two out of four. Uh, I don't want to fault it too much. I think it's better. I would rather play this game today than I would have wanted to play it back in 1993. So I wanted uh, to increase my score a little bit there. Okay, so wow, both twos. That's a four out of eight, and to a combined score out of eight and a half out of sixteen. Yeah. Uh, eight and a half out of 16. I feel like it's, that's lower than it should be, to be honest. I agree with you. Because, and part of that is my fault because I just was not the demographic. Uh, I'll take, I'll say part of it's my fault. Not all of it. Yeah, you're not going to take, you're you're not, you're not. We're going to share blame You're not a big this. enough person. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck Nothing's you. all my fault. Come on. <laughs> um, eight and a half out of 16. I feel like Lauren's going to be a little disappointed in us, but I will say, in terms of game recommendations, mm. this was a great one. This is a great I'm one. glad you 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 showed us this game. I'm glad I know it exists. Uh, Brian Bland, take note. Yeah. Next time you're going to demand that we play a game, yeah. make sure it has some substance behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, no, it's just a game we wouldn't have found on our own. Right, exactly. So I'm really pumped that someone showed even, it to us. Even though it was way bigger than I ever Huge. realized. It's an enormous game. I just, I like the people that can go like, uh, this got like criminally underrated. It's forgotten now in, in the current, I guess. Yes. And people are like, let me show you. I really like it. Love that. That was great. And we, we appreciate Lauren so much for doing that. Exactly. Uh, so uh, another another interesting game to go back to. I think there's only one more uh, one more thing we have to get to today. Oh my today. goodness. Warm up the band, everybody. Warm up the band. Let's go. It's the favorite time of the year this week. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. Everybody is so I, decked out. Andrew, I am so sorry. What's up? I forgot we were doing this today. Why? I didn't dress up. Oh, my God. I just forgot the awards. What are you, Elliot today? Come Elliot. on. He's got a great suit on. Does he really? Yeah. I'm Elliot, seeing... come over here for a sec. Yeah. Oh, fucking Jesus. Jesus. Stop, stop hitting him. Pass me that piano wire, Andrew. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, no. This, okay. is, this is a real hitman situation. Yeah, I just shaved my head. I got the barcode <laughs> on the back, and I am wearing Elliot's suit. And oh, Elliot... You look great. Thank you so much. No problem. Uh, it's unfortunate, though, because look at Elliot. Oh, he's all nude. He's all nude. Come on, Elliot. Give us that. Give us the envelope. Tell us what this was. What? Tell okay? us what this game won. <laughs> There we go. I went one first for some reason. Tell us one with this game what? <laughs> yeah. Crickets again? Oh my Come God. On. So we established last time right. when it's crickets, we have to give it a unique award. Yes. I, so, uh, do you have any ideas for this one? Maybe we do one each. Oh, okay. Uh, let's say... I'll go first. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give this the You Should Return to Zork Award. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. I won that award. Because you should. Yeah, no, it just yeah. so happens. Wait, yeah. why? What's the name of this game again? Uh, Return to Zork. Oh, my God. That is so embarrassing. Yeah, what a coincidence. I didn't even notice that. Oh. That's almost as embarrassing as me forgetting my suit today. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I think you should return to Zork. I think you should look back at this game, especially if, if you have experience with it, you should return. I, I agree with you. I, I So my award is going to be the Text Me Later Award. Oh. Because 
more text and click games. I, I, I just, I think this is a lot of fun and it's kind of, what, what was the game by the way? I can't remember. I've been trying to think about it for 20 minutes now with, it was the, uh, the, the, the murder on the ship and you got to find out who, how it happened. And, uh, the uh, murder on the, the ship. The, you're like attack. You're like the insurance collector, and oh, everyone's dead. Oh, uh, Obra Dinn. Obra Return Dinn. to the Obra Dinn, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, so when games like that come out, yes. which is completely text and clicking and all yep. that kind of stuff, is when games like that come out, it's so much fun because it's so refreshing. Yes. And I think there was something about this game that felt so fresh about it because of that. Obra Dinn is a great comparison because that is more than way more than Disco Elysium. That is what this game is. Right. In, in a lot of ways, I think actually this game is more complicated than Obra Dinn. Which is saying something. Is saying a lot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But overall, enjoyable. Too bad it didn't win any formal awards, but it's got the text me later yep. and the you should return to Zork award. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it won oh, that You were so red in the face. Wow, oh my God. Don't spank <laughs> me, Miss Peepers. <laughs> oh man, Miss M- Mavis Peepers is going in the Hall of Fame of characters that we've played with. Yes, this, this yes. Uh, the Hall of Fame and the Bank of Spank. <laughs> We're, it's our own little town. There's a Hall of Fame. There's a bank. And this uh, bank of bank is giving out loans, baby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. And I got a lot of interest in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, you got anything more? Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to compound those interests. Oh, oh I like that Thank one, Thank you. Andrew, that's you really like good. Yeah, that's good. Um, how, about, how, about, how about this? How about this? Okay. Um, hey, uh, could you take me down to uh, Miss Peeper's uh, lockbox, please? <laughs> Uh, Mavis Peepers, what a legend. Uh, before we take off, once mm. again, thank you so much to our guest and the person who recommended this game to us, uh, Lauren Yakashuk. You can find her on Twitter at JustinLaurenXO or Instagram at JustinPlusLauren. A great interview. And by the way, first podcast she's ever been on. She did I great. I know. Natural. Yeah. I yeah. know. And thank you so much. And if you have recommendations, we want to hear them. Yeah. At Retrograde Mike. Yeah, Retrograde Andy. Hit if, us up. If you have any recommendations on how Lauren can do better next time, uh, please <laughs> let us know. Uh, we all know uh, we're the true professional. Uh-huh, so when uh-huh. we bring these amateurs on the podcast, yeah. we just have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We didn't even do the first Zork. We returned to Zork. We returned right <laughs> off the bat, baby. Speaking of Ken Griffey Jr. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde <laughs> Podcast. We love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Don't spank me, Miss Peepers. <laughs> <laughs>